0: Okay, welcome to another episode of the single 8-So on Transcended Media. Your name is... Michael Davis. Your name is... Hunter Mail, y'all, and we are in the month of February, so we're going to be talking about how that worked in a... and how, how it worked with me, with a person of all my letters. So, you're going to talk about how Black History Month fits into your letters. I
1: love how... Hey, it's February. I'm going to talk about how February works for me. Yeah. No, February is, yes, Black History Month, and we will talk about that in a future edition of the Single Eight Show because I want to talk about being a minority and a minority, which neither yeah. one of us knows anything about. I, I may need to find... Um, you know about being a minority. Yes. As a transgender person. But I'm hoping that maybe we can find a dear friend to talk about being a minority and a minority with. Yes. So, but that'll be a future episode. But February is also the season of Amore. Love.
0: Yes, yeah, the Valentine's Day, folks.
1: Yeah, so I want to talk about how a LGBTQIA+ plus community deals with love when it's sometimes it's already an awkward moment to express your feelings to another person yes but when it's even more awkward when you are identifying as LGBTQIA+, and have to deal with the awkward feelings and then step out further with not knowing if they'll be returned because of your
0: sexual gender identity. Sexual orientation and gender identity.
1: Yes. So, that's what we're going to talk about. But let's go ahead and burn something out because I don't want to start talking about this and you say, but not me because. Let's go on and kill the not me because.
0: So in
1: past episodes you have identified as a
0: romantic. Yes, and I'm I'm still a but a <coughs> slightly different type of age So explain
1: explain a romantic and explain you in that journey.
0: So I am a gray, aromantic, asexual, panromantic person. I, Um I'm gray romantic it does. I have to know people before it starts and even then I, yeah, it may not happen because of because I have I've experienced little to no romantic attraction.
1: Okay. So that's aromantic. Yes. So aromantic means that friends first. Yes. You wanna go through the friendship, you wanna go through the trust building, you wanna really get to know a person
0: before you commit emotionally to them. Yes. Okay. But so that from but retraction it's still you kind of it's not like oh it's there. It's it kind of like it it built it. It's silently built in the background. Okay. In like silent little bricks. Okay. So you want to how... start out
1: being friends. Yeah. And getting to know each other. Building that friendship. And then silently in the background. Somewhere in your being. Your soul is stirring to the twi- point that one day it's going to say.
0: Damn. Get. Yeah. Okay. Got it. And
1: I understand that completely, yes, can I say something before you move forward? Yeah, that's literally how every relationship should be. every relationship should begin with the building of trust and friendship and understanding with other people.
0: yeah, okay, but my on. brain like I need that groundwork for, mm, for we're sure. not jumping it head first into anything, yeah, and I am. Asexual. <laughs> um, All right. So, what's asexual? Uh, I experienced little to none sexual attraction. So I'm never, I have never looked at a person and went, damn. <laughs> okay.
1: So aromantic means you want to build a relationship. Asexual means you want, you are attracted to the relationship and not the aesthetics. Yes. Okay, yes. so again, I should point out, I, that really should be <laughs> how every relationship should be.
0: yes, I love how I branded but prep for that, yeah, that's and, really cool, and I am pan romantic that means I'm romantically attracted to people's personalities over anything else, so you are
1: you you pan Romantic, aromantic, asexual yes, means that you don't care about the aesthetics. Yeah. You care about the personality and the relationship.
0: Yes. Alright. I will be the person that wakes up at three AM to make you pancakes, but never be the person in bed. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> we're like that, yeah. that wasn't tough. And that was me getting stammered by what you just said. Okay. But again, I say yes. that really should be how a good, solid relationship is built. So I'm proud of yeah. you. I'm really proud of you that you were able to build that up.
0: Yeah. I'm I'm proud of my brain like, being built in funny
1: ways. Yeah. Because I, I and where because let me say this too, because yeah. I'm gonna be brutally honest. Okay, I I really really respect that, and the the marriage that I've had since '97 has lasted the 27 years that it's lasted because it started with a friendship. I, your mom and I were in a friend group and friends for three years before we went on our first date so that and we have been able to sustain our relationship we've been able to deal with the petty arguments and everything we've been able to deal with the real arguments because first and foremost we're always friends now now to say that i also have to say this big Be- when you say that you are not attracted to the aesthetics, which one is that again? It's all of them. Yeah, it's all of them. But which one is it that you see a person's personality first, and you don't look at them and say damn first? Aromantic. Well, I would say so because you're aromantic. I, I have to be honest. I, I, I have had. I have gone through journeys that have started with the with the dam. I I have been, publicly honest, on parts of unknown. My first physical attraction was to Nell Campbell, Columbia from the Rocky Horror Picture Show, seeing the time warp video on MTV. I've shared that. So I, 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 I understand. The physical attraction at times before the emotional connection. Yeah. So, and I think a lot of people understand that too. There's a lot of people that understand that they notice aesthetics first. So, can you talk about noticing personalities first? Because I think that is something that needs to be a taught process.
0: like, how do I describe it correctly? I'm probably, let it be known this is 100 mil point of view and it's going to be different for every pan and every aromantic person and asexual person, um, but it's almost, it's, um, almost like, um, when you gel with someone to like an enhanced degree, it's like, it takes you a second, but you go, oh, I know you. Yeah. Oh, you make sense to me. Yeah. You are great. Yeah. Oh, faded rainbow. Sorry. Squirrel. <laughs> okay, back
1: back to the topic. You're making a really good point. I want you yeah. to stick at it. Stay, stay focused here. You... So you just feel connected to a person, and it yes. takes time to build up that way, and it yes. takes time to build that trust and that understanding to get to there. Yeah. Okay. So what? What we're not saying, if it, it's not, okay, God, I, I'm skating on thin ice. I gotta say this right. Yeah. We're not. We're not shaming. We're not shaming anyone that wants to learn about another person because they are originally connected to their aesthetics. We're not shaming, but when you get down to a pure relationship, a pure sustainable relationship, it has to be built on the relationship and not aesthetics. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say, yeah
0: because what I what
1: I almost said was it's not bad to be connected to be attracted to someone because of their aesthetics but honestly that statement's not true it can be harmfully bad if it's taken too far to be attracted to someone for their aesthetics it can be harmfully bad if yeah. it's taken too far yeah yeah so yeah. I, but I am so much more. So I really, I really respect that getting to that deeper per point that you say, man, I'm really connected to this person. But is there a moment that you get to a point that you are so connected to a person that it becomes a sexual attraction? Or is it, is it always? Because there's a difference between being a person's best friend and being a person's lover. Uh, you
0: know I, what I'm trying to say? Uh, you haven't gotten we, there yet. We will fight about that. <laughs> like, um, I do not experience a, I do not experience sexual attraction. You haven't gotten there yet. I, I don't. <laughs> okay. I, and and, you, and I argue, you and I will argue about that. I I I'll push back at you that you haven't gotten there yet. I have, I have, I I'm gonna phrase it this way. I have been like you. You know when you see someone you really love and enjoy, Uh and you smile every time you see them. Yeah. And they are the light in your world. Yes. That is how I feel love. Okay. And that is how I show love. Yes. And
1: at almost your age. That is how you should do that. That's how yes. it should be. All right. We'll we'll wrestle over the the other part of that later. Right now, in your life, you are exactly where you should be at. Okay. Yes. Okay. So, but do do you understand that I'm saying? Because I I would say my best friend right now is ESI. Okay. Okay. That's my best friend. But uh, your mom. Is more than that to me. Yeah. And there's, there's ways that I want to experience living with your mom that I would never experience with ESI.
0: Yeah, and I have felt that. Yeah. So, I have, I have felt that. I'm like not going to be the physical, up close, touchy one. Cause I think that's what you're getting at. I yeah, am not. Yeah, that's where
1: I'm getting. Okay, we're gonna talk about we'll get deeper into that in a different
0: podcast. Yeah, I'm not yeah. I'm, I'm not going to be that person. <laughs> uh okay. I believe you now. Yes. Okay, can you hear that?
1: Yes. I believe you now. Yes. Okay.
0: Okay. I, okay. Uh, it I I'm I'm gonna say this again. I will be the person that makes you breakfast in the morning at 3 a.m. before you go on a trip to make sure you're well frilled. yeah and hug you yeah that's how I feel okay
1: okay I'm gonna I'm time stamp in this podcast yeah I believe that now so let's move on so but but people need to deal with the now and so yeah. that's what I want to get into I want to get into the heart of this podcast now, which is... Valentine's is already awkward.
0: Yeah, it is.
1: There is a significant part of Valentine's that people take that shot. It's their excuse to take that shot to confess to another person how they feel. Okay? So, it's... So help me with the right uh, no i think i know the right words fix it okay fix it if i say it wrong in assist narrative in assist narrative and a, a male person would ask a female would confess their love to a female person and that's already an awkward moment because neither person knows how the other's going to respond
0: i'm going to say and it's a relationship normally it is the guy, but sometimes the girl will the do it. The guy or the girl, either way. Yeah. But I'm, I almost said atypical, and that would have been
1: brutally wrong.
0: Oh, yeah, That's what, yeah. But what. I would have yelled at you on the podcast. But in a cis narrative. You can change relationships.
1: In a cis narrative, a male or female person would approach a male or female person in an already awkward situation
0: to ask them out. Yeah, say, um, in a hetero-relationship. Hetero-relationship. That's what phrasing I'm going to say. Because you can be a said person who um, acts out a non-binary person. And... And a hetero re- Oh, my God. So, all right, so, but
1: you're building up why I want to have this conversation. Yeah. Because you just made it more awkward.
0: Because I'm breaking down the wall of social and, hierarchy. And that's the point of this <laughs> conversation.
1: So already, it's awkward. Yeah. But now, I am a... I'm a FTM. Okay? Okay. And I present masculine. Yeah. And I may present so masculine that an, another person may not... Wreck, may may not know without them telling them about my journey of FTM transgender.
0: Yeah, they're still attracted to a guy. Yes. We're gonna take underneath the pants out of it because that is not No, no,
1: I need it to I need nope. it. I, for what I'm asking you right now I need the junk involved. Okay. Okay. But that is not attracted can Man. you can you let me propose my damn question? Sure. Okay. Cause I'm we will make it awkwarder after I ask the question I'm trying to ask you. Okay. I am a FTM, but I am attracted to a a female person that identifies as a hetero person. Yeah. Hetero female. Yeah. But who really loves the junk. Okay. Okay. I know it's awkward. But I, so then me as an FTM has to deal with that awkwardness. That this person comes to me and wants to go out on a date. And I know through listening to their conversations the importance of a sexual relationship in their lives, a heterosexual relationship, how do I handle that situation?
0: Do you understand now yes, yes. why I had to bring up the junk? It it would probably be a couple of dates and then uh, when that trans person feels comfortable enough would explain what's going on uh-huh. and then from there they would decide. How how to, to go. how to move forward. Yes. They find out if they're attracted
1: to them or not. Yes. Okay. So uh. I... My goal... I'm going to be classic for a minute. Because classic was always a devil's advocate. Yes. Would it not be better knowing the person... Because you already know. Because you've heard this person talking. And I propose this in the scenario. You already know that this person desires a hetero life
0: yeah again
1: would it not be more appropriate to just say straight out hey I'd love to go on a date with
0: you but I need you to know this um not at the first start because Okay, okay why you're saying they have only overheard conversation you never said being in a conversation with the person they don't have a pre built relationship yet that's why I said within the first couple of days, was that trans person feel comfortable enough okay. to bring it up and move forward. That's fair. simple as communication.
1: Yes, because if they had a close enough relationship that they're having that kind of conversation directly together, yes. the other person would already know the, ident- the, the FTM of the other person.
0: Yes. Okay, fair enough. That's why I'm phrasing things certain way. Yeah. That's why I had to point out holes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all like, right. so, but if it's a pre-existing relationship and that person already knows, yeah, They'll it's probably going to be fine because they already probably had that communication. And they
1: already know, and they wouldn't be asking the other person out if they weren't ready for it. Yes. All right. So I pulled that into your scenario. So I want to point out to all of the you listeners again we are not trained professionals but we this is us processing single h's journey yet yeah. so let me let me let me keep it in your journey because I made it about the other person yeah so if you single H FTM journey okay
0: yeah
1: find another person attractive but you don't know you don't know how they roll. That the, I let's go ahead and say that you find a point in your life that you desire the female form. You see your Nell Campbell on the Time Warp video on MTV, and okay. you say, "Man, okay,
0: okay." I immediately went to the uh, the male superhero in the first couple seasons in Supergirl. What? Yeah, that's what I went, sorry. So you... What did you just say? Like, um... The, the boy from the other planet that crashed down uh-huh. season two, I immediately went to him in the beard. Oh, so you And <laughs> that makes me smile a lot. <laughs> so, okay. So, uh, help
1: me process what you just said. You are FTM trans. Yes. And you are attract, you have had an attraction to yeah. a male person. Yes. Yeah. So help me out because this is what this podcast is about. Yes. Yeah. So would that make you
0: transgender gay? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, and it would probably if I did it, a conversation of like, hey, do you guys know? The, uh, and if Going through my memory and if I know if he and if he pan uh-huh. or bi or okay or gay, okay. So
1: and, let's hold this narrative. Uh, that this is actually, we may never actually get to the awkward part, but but we are by dissecting just
0: you. Yeah.
1: So help me. At the end of this conversation The end of this conversation is it doesn't effing matter Yeah Okay, but If you So if you identify And I'm not saying you are I I said the word if Yeah We already went through the aromantic stuff, okay Yeah If if you identify FTMG Yeah And you know That other person Is gay That you're attracted to How do you
0: maneuver that conversation? Because... Probably exactly the same way. Yeah? Exactly the same way. Couple date, see if I feel comfortable. Come out. See if that person's okay with that. And if they still want to be in a relationship. And I'm like, okay, I have like this many surgeries for bottom surgery once that's done I would be okay with doing it if you are so that is okay, another uh, but that's
1: another level yes. but let's now I want to take the junk out but I want to leave the junk in what if you haven't had the surgery um, uh, so but here's what I'm trying to get forget it if you I, present I, masculine, he's connected to you as masculine, you get into this to the point that you're actually building a relationship. Yeah. And that person desires someone who genetically presents their gender genetically the junk. You yeah. you you're, you're setting your you're setting yourself up to have your heart broken right is it yeah but but it's worth
0: it right but hear me out yeah if that conversation happened that i said yeah and they are okay waiting yeah for a year or so okay that can happen but even then they could like live on a relationship in a dog without having it
1: but okay they could but they don't want to Well, what I want to get, what I'm trying to ask you is you build this relationship and you get to the point that you trust them enough to say, hey, I know that that we've built this relationship, but you really have to know I'm FTM. I haven't gone through the surgery. Does that affect us? And they say, yes, it does. I'm out. Uh,
0: Then I say, okay, cool. You don't have to worry about that in the language. Okay. That's, because... That's really cool. Because I... I cause I'm coming through, like, the calmer lens of this. Yeah. Probably other trans guys and trans people may be like, okay. Uh, and you have to prepare yourself
1: for that heartbreak, right? Yes. Because I, where I'm trying to get is you put in... This work into a relationship, and then you finally get to a place that you're vulnerable, and and they f off. That that's gonna that's yeah. gonna create a hard moment for you. Yeah, yeah. And I'm really proud that you have that mindset in the moment, but I I'm wondering how that we can build it up and strengthen it. So that you are emotionally strong when it happens. You, do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. That... I'm, I really admire that. I yeah. really admire that. But now we got to figure out ways to build up that emotional strength when it happens. Because for me, as cis, uh. cis guy... To invest that so much to invest all that time in a relationship and to get to this moment that I share a deep vulnerable part about me knowing they may F off, man, that
0: is scary to me. Yeah. Yeah. It is. I'm because I'm seeing it through a different lens and I'm literally trying to be an actor. Yeah. I can say, hey, maybe that person's a little bit calmer and and knew it from the start, but I'm proud of the relationship that they had and mad at that person for only seeing what's underneath the pants. That is awesome. Okay. I'm very proud of you. That is, that
1: is, (laughs) that is strong, dude. I am very proud of you.
0: I roll very high with them, okay?
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, and and that's cool. I I just uh, and that really does weigh out the conversation I was hoping to have because Valentine's yeah. Day is already messy. And all of these things that we just flushed through and wrestled with adds to that messiness. I mean, it adds to it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then like. For me, it's very weird, because I'm like, I'm in the middle of everyone kind of going hail, uh-huh. and I'm like, oh, that's cool, and then go off on my iPad and write stuff, so, yeah. and I'm like, how how can I learn that for when I do have to play people eventually as NPCs that have those attractions, and I can learn from that? Yeah.
1: And 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 learning you'll do.
0: Yep. All right.
1: So here now, I, I I need to break the fourth wall. I need to I need to break kayfabe for a moment. I need everybody to know this is actually the second time that we tried to record this podcast. This is the third time. This is the third time we've tried to record this podcast. And in another setting, you said something that was really strong and mature. That I want you to bring up again as we conclude this conversation. Okay. And it was, hey, there was a moment that you were attracted to another being, another yeah. person, but y'all decided, hey, let's don't date because. Yeah. C- c- talk through that, please, because that's Me, strong. Like or, or wait, you know what? We've gone a half an hour. Let's yeah. make this the next single eight show. Okay. All right. So the next single week show, we're going to talk about the emotional processing of deciding to be in a relationship or not. How about that? Okay. All right. Real quick though, we're going to end every episode with our, our, our moment of uh, awesomeness for the week, or as our friend, uh, Steve straw says on the last podcast that you'd want our moment of positivity. What was uh. your moment of positivity this week?
0: Getting a letter from my teacher. That was that was strong, dude. I'm like that was really awesome. You don't know how much I needed this. Yeah. And then you saw the week. <laughs> yep. And yeah, like that it's literally not have come at a better time. It's literally the day right it's literally the date of the letter and the day right before things went down actually. Yeah. That Okay, what you uh, my moment of positivity
1: this week, I've shared on this podcast that at our worship center, I have changed our leadership model at our worship center, and it is gelling awkwardly, but it's gelling. It's, I'm, I'm seeing successes in some really awkward moments, so I think it's superb, I, I think even in the awkwardness that I'm seeing some superb moments. So that's my moment of positivity as well. So I want to thank, if you want to check out a really awesome movie conversation web uh, uh, podcast, it's called The Last Podcast That You'd Want. It's, uh, the head anchor on that is Steve Strauss, so check it out. And that was the single eight show for this week. Your, Your name, name is, is Michael Davis. Your name is
0: Hunter Mills. Y'all have a great week. All right.